to the Locked On Cowboys podcast brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com today and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. Joining me today is Landon McCool. Make sure you guys check him out on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not a lot. It's another week. We're getting another week closer. Football may actually happen on some kind of regular timeline we're going to see exactly what things are going to look like when as they start getting back into the uh, facilities but we still have some uh some interesting content that always just seems to kind of fall into our lap uh, every week it seems like yeah so for those that aren't beat writers or bloggers or whatever uh june is by far the worst month for nfl content Uh, there's just nothing going on and especially this year with no OTAs and no mini camps. I mean, you you really have to stretch to to find things to talk about. Luckily for us here in the Locked On Cowboys podcast, that's never a problem. We always have things to talk about. <laughs> um, but one of the exercises that I like to do every year is do a full redraft of the NFL. Uh, I normally do one or two rounds. I've been doing this for a while. Um, but ESPN actually beat us to the punch this year, um, and they put out a four round mock draft of redrafting the entire NFL. And Landon, I got to tell you, uh, this one is super, super fascinating. Um, I want to start with this. Uh, Dak Prescott in this draft goes number nine to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is the, what, let's see, one, two, three, four, uh, six quarterback drafted in this class behind Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson, Watson, and Drew Brees. Does number nine feel right? Does it feel too high, too low? Because I think you can certainly make the case that he should probably be the what? fifth sixth pick in this draft what do you think yeah i mean i tend to think and and i understand why they did this but like if you're gonna do a draft like this i mean frankly the first 20 picks should probably all be quarterbacks right like oh yeah oh easily yeah i I mean this whole idea that yeah i mean frankly i think that dak is yeah probably should be sixth or fifth pick overall uh, yeah. I mean, I you know, just to kind of run it down real quick, it's Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson, Watson, which those four make sense. Miami yep. goes with Aaron Donald at five. Mm. I mean, Aaron Donald's the best player, best defensive player in football, maybe the best overall player in football, but I don't know that I'd take him there at five. And then LA, LA takes Ronnie Stanley as their offensive tackle, which I'm like, Man, Ronnie we Stanley. Best, are we sure the best? He's the best offensive tackle on that no, team. No, cert- it's certainly not. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, the fact that he goes there and Joey Bosa goes seven. I mean, I yeah. Honestly, picks five, six, and seven, they don't make sense to me. Uh, no. I, you got to take quarterback first, uh, and then Drew Brees going above Dak Prescott. That doesn't make sense. I don't know about that, man. I you know because you're you're drafting a thirty-eight year old or whatever quarterback. No, he's forty-one oh, he's now. Forty-one now. Yeah, jeez. Uh, and you know it's like it's what are you drafting for one year? I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 I we could get into the larger, what's the actual strategy here? A conversation yeah. about these drafts, but I, I think first of all, anybody taking a non-quarterback in the top fifteen at least, I, I think is out of their minds. All right, so 
I right before on the show, I kind of made a top 15 of the players that I would pick. And the first 13 are quarterbacks. I think, I mean, I'll run through them really quickly. Mahomes, Jackson, Watson, Prescott, Murray, Wilson, Wentz, Burrow, Tua, Cousins, Rogers, Stafford, Ryan. I think you have to take all 13 of those quarterbacks before you even consider a positional player. And even then, I think you can make an argument for other quarterbacks. Even, you know, a young guy like um, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen or even Herbert, who was drafted this year. The quarterback position just as a whole is so much more valuable than... Uh, than, a, than a star defensive tackle. Heck, even the Rams. I'm sure, you know, not a lot of people are super high on Jared Goff anymore, but he's just a more valuable player than Aaron Donald. It, it sucks to say because Donald's been so good, but that's just the, the nature of the quarterback position, right? Yeah, I mean, just the way that the game is laid out right now, the quarterback is the most valuable position in all the sports. And... Um, I, you know, I, it's to the point where even a middling quarterback uh, is more valuable than the most valuable non-quarterback in the league. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's why I was like, you know, there's probably, like you, you said 13, yeah, 13 yeah. to 15 quarterbacks Easy. who are more, no matter what, just more valuable than every other player in the NFL despite the fact that that 15th guy is the 15th best player at his position. Yep, I agree. Um, let's do this really quickly before we move on. I, I want to talk about some of the quarterbacks that were drafted after Prescott. Um, and you tell me which one you'd rather start a franchise with. How about Prescott versus Carson Wentz? I know you've been arguing this one a lot on Twitter. Uh, is that one close for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that uh, it's... I mean, it's preference to a certain degree, but I think that to me, uh, I'm choosing. I kind of like it the way it is to a certain degree. Uh, wait, re- re- yeah. real, real quick, go over the order one more time for me. So Prescott was at number nine. Yeah. Carson Wentz was at eleven. Yeah. Uh, it, we're we're going to get to some of these other guys in a second, but if you, again between Prescott and Wentz, I, I'm. I think when they're both so, on the field, they're close enough. I'm, I'm just taking it, the durability, right? Yeah, you say that's. I guess what I meant is that Wentz is at eleven. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. So he's like two two blind. Yeah. I mean, again, I I don't think Bosa should be the guy that's separating those two. No, uh, just no. because I feel like you know, again, that they shouldn't even be on that list. But um, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm biased to be sure. But I I think you know the the production standpoint, the the durability standpoint. Uh, I just think even when they're both on the field together, that Dak is a more consistently good player. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so, agree. yeah, I would definitely take Dak over Carson Wentz. But, again, that's probably not a surprise because we're a Cowboys podcast. Sure. Um, the next couple are interesting to me. What about Joe Burrow? Uh, we haven't seen him in the NFL yet, but he was the number one overall pick. So, basically, would you have traded Prescott for the number one pick in the 2020 draft? Um, I probably wouldn't because you know you already know what Prescott is in the NFL. He's still a young quarterback. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty with Burrow, but you like the the upside. Is that one close for you at all? The the upside question is is the most interesting with this, right? Because it's really you know there's a diff- there's such a large difference between even like Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow mm. because you at least seen you know a season season of Kyler Murray you know sure uh, yep. I think that that's really the the kind of interesting wild card here is is you know that Joe Burrow era area because 
yeah, I mean, he has all this upside. He's probably the most highly touted quarterback coming in at number one in a long time, I would say, mm-hmm. since Andrew Luck, maybe. Um, sure. And, and I think that, you know, you – you have to kind of weigh how much upside you think there is there and, and, and just kind of figure out like whether that's more valuable to you than the proven commodity. It's interesting that he's sandwiched between, you know, two guys who are, you know, definitely hall of famers and, you know, have, have been called the greatest at some point have each been called the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, but I do think that when you look at what you're doing moving forward, you look at the fact that there's a 41, 41 year old quarterback on one side and a, Rodgers is like 38 or 39, right? He's he'll, not be 30, he'll be 38 in December, yep. Yeah, so, uh, you know, those are guys who, they probably, they, you know, just by the way the NFL works, may have a couple more years in their career, especially Rodgers, but, uh, you know, I mean, to, to get Joe Burrow, a 23-year-old, like, yeah. not even entering his prime, to me, I, the way I would build a team, I would definitely put him a couple spots above Rodgers and Brady. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think I think you can make a pretty strong case that Prescott should be no worse than the fifth quarterback drafted after you know Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson, and Watson. I will say the one guy that is intriguing for me, the one that I would have to at least stop and think about it, is Kyler Murray, who the Cowboys ended up taking here at pick number 17. Just because Kyler is so young, he's so athletic, and I think we saw last year uh, some of the flashes. I, I, I'm, I'm just a big Kyler fan in general. Um, so I think that one's at least somewhat in- intriguing to me. Um, let's take a quick break. Want to remind you guys about Built Bar. Uh, right before, again, right before we came on the show, uh, I went with a toffee almond, one of my favorites, uh, just to power me through the podcast. Um, if you've never tried a Built Bar before, let me tell you this: they are by far the best tasting protein bars out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. The best part is it's a low calorie protein bar with. Uh, just again, a ton of protein packed in there. No crazy additives. If you want to get in on Built Bar, just go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On for ten dollars off your first box. All right, Delaney. The next thing that I want to to talk about here in this redraft is after Prescott, the next player to be drafted by the Cowboys. So there, there's a lot of intriguing guys here that we could talk about between uh, Lyle Collins, who didn't even make the list, uh, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, but in this draft, it was Tyron Smith that went off the board at pick 48. First of all, is that surprising to you that he was the, the second Cowboy drafted in his pick 48 too low for him? Um, I think it's, it's, I, I think it's a little bit low. Yes, for sure. Um, I don't know that it's surprising, I guess, that he was the second, uh, uh, player taking and here's the thing like when you're talking about drafting all the best uh, like established talent in the nfl like it's not like a regular college draft really no, I mean, no, y- no. you really kind of have to go purely based on positional value because i mean frankly the Absolutely. first you know like five or six picks you're gonna get are, are gonna be all pros you know or or Mostly, yeah. Or Pro, pro Bowl-level talent. So you yep. kind of just have to lay it out by which is the hardest to find uh, and, 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 you know, which is the, the most uh, uh, rare to find. You go there first. Obviously, quarterback is impossible to find, so that, that's going to be your first pick. And then your second pick is going to probably be either, you know, part, part of that money five group, that offensive tackle, mm-hmm. defensive end, cornerbacks, wide receivers. 
and so that's 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 a large mass you know of 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 people of, of players and there's a ton of talent in the nfl there so I, I, am i surprised that an offensive tackle is the second player taken uh off the cowboys roster no I am surprised that it's at 48. That seems a little bit low, and, and especially because we're talking when we talk about the pantheon of uh, of non-quarterback players that have value. I, I would think that Tyron Smith would probably be listed a little bit higher. I am surprised that Amari Cooper isn't somewhere on that list. I mean, I think wide receivers kind of fall on that list mm-hmm. of of guys that would be in that next tier of type of player that get drafted. And I think Cooper is you know one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, so that is surprising, but. Uh, we'll get to I him in a second because there's something that there's something fascinating that happened with Amari Cooper. We'll get to him in a second. Okay, but go but, ahead. But yeah, I think get back to your question. You know, I think Tyron is is uh, is still an incredibly valuable player. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, but uh, you know, just looking, if Ronnie Stanley's going six, <laughs> then I don't know that Tyron Smith should be going forty eight. Well. No, especially when, I mean, there was other offensive tackles that came off the board ahead of Tyron. Uh, Ryan Ramchek, uh, um, uh, David Bakhtiari. I believe Tyron was the fourth offensive tackle drafted, and that kind of makes sense given his age. Um, He's still young, um, but I just thought that was interesting. Even more interesting, though, five running backs drafted ahead of Tyron Smith. Oh, my God. I, I feel like we haven't got the message out there about running backs yet. I this is what happens when you don't tweet for a month. But, uh, yeah, five <laughs> running backs drafted. Uh, Cam Newton drafted ahead of Tyron Smith. Uh, in case you didn't know, uh, Cam is, is still a free agent. Um, so it's just, just there's multiple off-the-ball linebackers drafted ahead of Tyron. Uh, that was fascinating. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott at pick number 60. What are you going to do? Um, let's talk about wide receivers for a second because you mentioned Amari Cooper. Um, he is actually the fifth Cowboy drafted in this uh, NFL redraft. But what's fascinating to me, uh, goes in the third round, is that he's not actually the first Cowboys receiver drafted in this one. Uh, CeeDee Lamb goes pick 80 to the Atlanta Falcons, and Amari Cooper goes 87 to the New England Patriots. Would you right now, if you're starting a franchise, would you rather have CeeDee Lamb than Amari Cooper? I don't know. I mean... This one's really tough for me. I I I don't I don't know that I would. Oh, I, I mean, Cooper's got the thing is is that you know maybe if Cooper was like as old as his career like should, implies you know like because he's been in the league for a little while if if I if he was like twenty eight or you know like twenty seven years old like yeah. maybe that would be one thing. Uh, but he's like 25 years old. And so, and, and he's done all this, you know, in such a, uh, you know, short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just think that his pedigree is, is higher than, than Lance, sure. you know, I mean, he was a top five pick for a reason, you know? So I, I, I probably, you know, I, I think that this may be one spot where uh, the upside and unknown is being overweighted, uh, maybe just a little bit. I mean, they're, they're they're touching, so it's it's not like you know he's a lot better, but I would probably you know think that Cooper gives you the uh, the known of a player that's that's done it before, plus the upside yep. of a young player. So I would probably take him just because you kind of get the best of both worlds there. 
Yeah, it, it's surprising to me how underrated Amari still is. Um, in this draft, 13 receivers drafted ahead of Amari, which that is absolutely ridiculous to start. Um, but there's even guys in there that I think you can make a strong argument against, like Julio Jones, I think, is a better player than Amari Cooper. But he's 32 years old, so there's like a seven-year yeah. age gap between the two, okay? Devontae Adams, that's fine. Odell Beckham. Uh, Odell Beckham is older, has a lot of injury histories. I I mean, I know the upside's probably higher, uh, but I probably would take Amari there, probably. Uh, That one's close. I I think you can make a good argument on either side. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, A.J. Green goes 10 spots ahead of Amari. I I don't see that. Juju Smith-Schuster, Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy. Uh, These guys are going in front of Cooper? This seems a little low. That's wait. You say you say that those guys are going in front of Cooper? Correct. That's Ten totally spots, ridiculous. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. Ri- I mean, Chris Godwin? Are you kidding? I mean, I mean, Godwin's good, but like, okay, Go- okay, Green, yeah, God- fi- Godwin's good. Fifteen and, and, spots. But I mean, like, that's ridiculous, man. Come on, like Cooper's one of the best wide receivers in football, <laughs> and, and, and he's younger than. Oh, dude, that's that's <laughs> AJ Green. Uh, AJ Green has had one thousand yard receiving season since two thousand fifteen. One. I, how? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I, know. I, I, that that's just blatant disrespect. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Like Chris Godwin is is a fine player, but I mean, come on, man. All right, I, I'm going to give you more. Fire. Cooper's better yeah. than the guy that's starting ab- above <laughs> Godwin. You know, Correct. like so. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. That'll get this. I'm going to get you more fired up in a second, but I just wanted to remind you guys uh, that today's episode is sponsored by rockauto.com. It's a family business that has been serving auto parts to customers for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their website is incredibly easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always incredibly low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box to let them know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Landon, we had some big grievances there, but they're going to get worse and worse as we go along. Um, oh, great. First of all, uh, Demarcus Lawrence is actually the next Cowboy drafted after Amari Cooper. He goes oh, about 60 spots after Ezekiel Elliott. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, that's that's not great either. I mean, this whole thing is just like a mess, especially after the. It does give you a good idea of who knows how to build teams, right? And what the actual value of players are, right? It does. It's shocking to me that like it's how quickly it falls to to, to pieces just right after you know the first I don't know twenty spots. Really, it's just oh, everyone yeah. everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. Uh, uh, and, and you know, I think you mentioned it. The the L.A. Rams like beat writer selected two running backs back to back. Like, I mean, this is just I don't know. Like, this feels just extremely haphazard. This list at a certain well, point. Let, let me read you the players that are drafted ahead of Demarcus Lawrence. I, I just oh, want to get your boy. opinion. You ready? Oh, boy. Okay. <clears throat> Jameis Winston, who is a backup in the NFL right now, 
Nick Chubb, Tyrod Taylor, Grady Jarrett, Justin Tucker. Tyrod Taylor? I mean... What's worse, Tyrod or Justin Tucker? I, I mean, I, Justin Tucker <laughs> still. I, this is just like... This is shocking. You know, I guess really what it is is... I mean, this is done by beat writers, right? So it's like a lot of just kind of myopic views of, of these players. Yeah. Like, they just only know their own teams, so... Which tends to happen. I understand that. But yep. that's just crazy. Like, I don't know. Some of the team-building aspects of this are just, like, completely out the window to a certain degree. Yeah, I know. Um, the, next cow- the next Cowboy drafted after Marcus Lawrence is Zach Mar- Martin at pick 118. Um, the guys that were drafted ahead of him include uh, DK Metcalf, Max Crosby, Cortland Sutton, Henry Ruggs, uh, Micah Hyde, Phillip Rivers, um, Best Garden Football falls to pick 118. Uh, that seems a little low for me. What do you think? You know, uh, <laughs> this is why I was so excited to do this podcast because I know you. I knew you were going to get so angry about it, and I love this is, it. This is. It's like I don't know. It's. Uh, yeah, I mean that again. Like I think positional positional value is is kind of being thrown out the window. Not that guard is has more positional value, but I mean he's just a. A better player and I think that because teams are swinging wildly with <laughs> their picks up top they're, they're it's it's yeah. it's having a, a, a cascading effect with their picks down the bottom they're passing on guys like Zach Martin so that they can what get a get a get a like a third tier wide receiver and like, I mean it's like uh-huh. it's really I don't know I, I think if people had done what they were supposed to do at the top then a lot of this would be would make a lot more sense I feel like yeah, it's just there's just no way that Zach Martin would go that low. When you have somebody who has been an All Pro at the position for so long, does give you position like you know versatility. There's no way that a team would take Henry Ruggs, the unknown of Henry Ruggs, over a Zach Martin. It just it doesn't happen. Or a, a Jared Stidham goes thirty spots ahead of Zach Martin. It's just it's just crazy. But again. I do like doing these exercises because it does help you really value, uh, you know, put a value on these players, and it kind of tells you where the league is at right now. And I think, I think it is good to see that people value like somebody like Prescott. He's going high. Yeah, I do, yeah. do think it's important to see that um, people really believe that Ceedee Lamb is going to become a, a star in the NFL, and they're really betting on uh, the upside there. So, uh, a fun exercise that we like to pick apart every single year. Um, you know, shout out to Todd Archer. He did a good job for the Cowboys. He did, Just, yeah, absolutely. One of the best beat guys out there. Can't say enough good things about Todd Archer. So uh, keep doing good work. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And you can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.